The Sports and Entertainment Podcast, taking the world by storm. Dom Tibbetts, alongside Evan Ryer, two sports quote-unquote professionals, giving our best shot at the world of podcasting, but we like to have fun, keep things loose, and a lot to get to today. First off, as always, shout out JD, Masters, and Buddha, Man of the Mirror, our intro and outro music. Go show them some love, YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere you stream music. Anywhere you stream this podcast, you can find them as well. They're friends of the program and friends of ours. Again, guys, go show them some love. Evan, it's a Thursday. NFL, your boys playing tonight. Man, we got a lot to talk about. MLB, obviously, heating up, as we told you guys on Tuesday. We're going to come back talk to you guys about that as well. Some really good matchups in college football. I'll say it every weekend, and I have no problem being repetitive on this, Ev, but it is just going to be another fantastic week, weekend of sport. Yeah, this is uh, this is like the best time of year, pretty much, uh, at least for for sports that I like as, uh, you know, as a Jaguars and and uh, Alabama fan, of course, football season's great, but it's like a never ending holiday. Yeah, well, you know, it's. It's. I, I'm trying to be enthusiastic about the Jaguars too, even on a <laughs> night like tonight. But uh, you know, it's it can be hard sometimes. But then on top of that, you've got prime time baseball. You got you got you know all the, the 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 time of year you have to watch. Soccer has started up as well and is in full swing at this point, and and uh, I love that of course. And yeah, I mean, there's rumblings in the NBA, but. That's that's you know I can I can live without the NBA also actively going at the moment so yeah dude it's a uh, it's a good time and and like you said this this weekend especially uh, you know both NFL and college football is just like doing it they're they're on one you know they're yeah. snapping on this one folks it's uh and we're gonna get dive into the NFL go into our our usual typical Thursday pickums um just so the people are aware Evan uh, what is we do we do we have the same record again still no no you you're a game up on me now because your overall pick'em record improved to thirty two and sixteen correct correct okay and I'm sitting at thirty one and seventeen overall so by all means folks we've actually been picking them pretty well hope you've been listening to us if you're a gambler out there but we'll see if we can keep that hot streaks going and Ab we're gonna start right here with the game going on tonight we're recording this on a Thursday Jacksonville at Cincinnati. I'll let you kick it off. We uh, we did kind of make predictions last episode just because we weren't sure if we were going to record this, but I'll stick with what I said on uh, Tuesday, which is uh, is is Jaguars. I mean, they're going to make me mad and sad again, but, uh, you know, this will be the third, out of, third game out of the first four that I'm picking them, and you can tell that's just a bad idea, folks. But um, I, I think that if they're going to win a game – this is kind of one that you're looking at like, well, this probably should be one. Like, But this is also the team that got curb stomped by the Texans. This is, you know, a team that hasn't uh, played in a game and and lost by a single score yet. They've lost by at least two scores in every right. game. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a dumb decision, but I'm going with my Jags because if it's – it's not now. I don't. I don't know if it's going to happen this season. I. Uh, I. I. This is like a game where I see the Bengals Jaguars and I look at their records and I think to myself, absolute trap game for Cincinnati already. Hammer the Jaguars. It's their game to win right now. No questions asked. But I just can't trust your guys' defense. And the Bengals do look really good back at Paul Brown Stadium. I, I think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are, are just clicking on all cylinders right now. I, I got to go with the Bengals. Until the Jaguars make me eat my own words, I'm probably always going to pick against them at this point. And I feel bad. And I feel because I do. I have a, I have a soft spot for your Jags. But I got to go Cincinnati on this one. So that's our Thursday night matchup. Um, 
the Washington football team against the Atlanta Falcons. Washington 1 and 2, Atlanta 1 and 2, Falcons at home. I, we 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 talked about some like like really good interesting matchups. This one isn't even interesting, Ev, but it's actually like a really hard one to like make a pick. It's 50-50. Like both these teams are kind of ass and what are we supposed to do with this? It's like what what yeah, what definitely. what in the fuck? No, it's definitely a uh it's it's a yeah, like you said it's it's a it feels like an even matchup but it's just a matter it's it's not between two good teams it's just you know it's just even um, you know I'm I'm having a hard time believing in Washington with uh, Heineke or however Hi, Taylor Heineke. I th- yeah, I think that, that that's how I hear everybody um, pronounce it. But yeah, uh, even they could be wrong. Who gives a I, fuck? I have a I have a hard time believing in him, even though that defense is really really good and can break a game open and very much could break this game open with a slow old Matt Ryan uh, behind center. I still though I, I I can't really believe in that offense right now, and you know. I, I feel like the Falcons were kind of showing signs of life. They barely beat the Giants last week, but but you know they got to win. You know maybe there's some confidence building there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the Falcons on this one. Well, you mentioned Falcons did look pretty good against a not too awful or excuse me not a not too good New York Giants team, and Matt Ryan did you know look pretty old like almost kind of. I would say little later past primetime Matt Ryan in that contest. And it made me want to take the Falcons. It made me want to believe in Matt Ryan. But we've all been sipping on that Atlanta Falcons juice since the Super Bowl appearance a couple years ago. I'm just not going to buy buy into it. I'm not going to let myself be tricked and bamboozled. I'm going to go with the Washington football team. I think they, they find a way to come back, respond after the tough loss to Buffalo. They come into Mercedes, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, get the win, bada-bing, bada-boom, Taylor Heineke resumes his Hall of Fame career. Uh, uh, but yeah, give me, give me Washington. And they're favored by a point and a half, so that, that should just tell you how, how tossed this game is. Um, next game, we got Texans at Buffalo. Uh, I don't really have much to say as a Bills fan. You know, they're a 16-point favorite for a reason. I will say it would be kind of cool I don't think this is going to happen. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. It probably will be Davis Mills. But I would like to see Tyrod Taylor for the Texans go in. And I, I could revenge game. I, well, I, I could regret that, right? Because like Tyrod is definitely the more competent quarterback. But I do hope that the Bills... Not so much like making like some sort of video montage, right? Like probably what the Pats are going to do for Brady when we get to that game. But I, uh, I, I think a lot. I've just heard a lot of Bills fans chatter about them wanting to make sure that like you know there is like a point where they do like a Tyrod chant or you know they show some sort of sign of appreciation to the guy who brought us to the playoffs for the first time in you know twenty plus years. Uh, before we lost you guys in 2017. So I, I I want, that's the only note I have is I'm like, I want to see Tyrod Taylor step in the game and maybe throw an interception because it is Buffalo. But I would like to see him step in the game for the Texans and, and get the proper um, standing ovation and, and, and a round of applause he deserves. But now hammer the bills here. It's not even close. Uh, the Texans offense and defense are both just so undermatched compared to what Buffalo is and uh it's just it, for me it's the Bills it's another get right game when you know you got you got to go to Kansas City the next week uh they're, they're gonna come out with not hold back anything it's another get right as I said hammer Buffalo um I don't have so many words to say um but yeah I agree that Buffalo's gonna yeah. win the game um yeah I mean pretty chalky it's a chalky yeah, one it, it is it is I mean I uh Credit to Tyrod, you know he does deserve some some love, some praise for first time at Buffalo. But yeah, I mean whether he's playing in this game or not, in terms of pure pick'em uh, vibes, it just yeah, I mean it's 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 Buffalo. Fair enough, I like it. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. We got Lions at Bears, an NFC North matchup. Again, what a just another stinker. Another yeah, stinker. This one sucks a pick. I don't know. I uh, I because the thing is is that 
if Andy Dalton's playing, I actually feel better about the Bears winning this game. But if he's not playing, I, you know, honestly don't feel good about, you know, either team. It just becomes purely, like, almost guessing of who's going to, to break through here. And weirdly enough, I'm going to say the Lions. Mm. Um I I feel better about the Dal- about the the Bears with Dalton, but even if he does play, I still feel like this is a game the Lions can win. And you know they they've been hyping up how much more they're going to try and use DeAndre Swift this week, which is I truly do think that fo- you know using him as the focal point of the offense is going to be the way that they you know probably do the best they can on offense rather than asking Jared Goff to throw fifty times a game. So. Yeah, if they can, uh, if DeAndre Swift gets going, I definitely feel like this is uh, the, the Lions ought to ought to be able to handle this game, even if Dalton's playing. We talked about it on Tuesday. You know, the Lions are some really heartbreaking wins and or some heartbreaking losses away from probably being a two and one team at this point. I think they're at, like far better than their zero and three record. Uh, signifies, and I don't think Chicago is good at all. So I, I too, was already thinking Lions uh, in, in a pretty, what could seem like a chalky pick, but I think the Lions are the better team, and I think they'll come into Soldier Field um, and, and get the job done. Like you said, I, I didn't know that thing about DeAndre Swift, but absolutely stop making Jared Goff have to throw 45-plus times when you do have a, a fairly competent running back that can exploit a pretty weak Bears uh, uh, rush attack. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Detroit here as well. I like our pick there. Panthers, Cowboys, 3-0, and 2-1. and Really, th- this is like where we start to hear about, oh, yeah, good matchup. Very good matchups going on. 1 o'clock kickoff in Dallas. Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking here? Uh, you know, this is, you know, like, like, yeah, this is the other end of the spectrum, right, of – it's a good matchup, still hard to pick. Mm-hmm. That being said, why well, I, I definitely have been impressed by the Panthers. No C Mac in this game. I mean, that's that that changes so much in terms of their one hundred percent. And uh, you know, it being in Jerry World for a Cowboys team that just got done with a a, a pretty nice looking you know primetime TV win. I think I think they're juiced up right now. I think they're stoked and they're feeling themselves. And uh, yeah, so I gotta I gotta go with Cowboys. If it was in Carolina, it's a little bit of a different story. That virtual Panther, you know, could could potentially uh, uh, you know save the day for the Panthers, but but they don't get to bring that on the road. Unfortunately, that would be cool as hell. Um, but but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Cowboys on this one. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm right there with you. I'm thinking Cowboys because to me this is this is just radiating coming down to earth game for Panthers, right? Panther fans know that that at some point they're going to lose a game. And I actually think they're going to get curb stopped by Dallas. If if we we're more looking towards the betting side, I would absolutely take Dallas to cover even though they're favored by four yeah. and a half. I, yeah. I I love the Cowboys here for this all the same reasons you listed. They look good. No C-Mac for the Panthers. Obviously, as you said, it changes up the whole dynamic. Um, we absolutely... Uh, I I don't know about you. You can have your own opinion. I will take this fact and say, hey, Dak, yeah, you're pretty good. I'll give you some respect. Like, you were a good quarterback. He looked phenomenal against Philadelphia. Yeah, Dak is – I mean, Dak's got all the ability in the world. It's just a matter of staying healthy and playing in an offensive system that doesn't suck majorly. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not convinced on the system part. But, but I mean, hey, when Dak's out there, he's – that to me, you know, it's, it's kind of the – you know, the classic cliche saying of the blank is better with blank. The NFL is better with Dak Prescott, like healthy and playing. It just is. Yep. I agree. And uh, Ezekiel Elliott looks like he's kind of starting to get warmed up in whatever this, the, whatever this system is that, that, uh, that Dallas is running. Cause he looked good against Philly as well. Yeah. Give me, give me Dallas here as well. So we're both in agreement on there back over the AFC Indianapolis at Miami, 0 and three versus one and two. I'll I'll kick this one off and just say that I will not pick the Colts until they prove me wrong. Otherwise, so I'm just taking Miami. 
because I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. Don't believe in him. Don't believe in what the Colts are doing. I think you are absolutely needing to press the panic button if you're a Colts fan because this is not the start you needed on a season that was so promising for you to contend for the AFC South title. Uh, they they have they have a lot of problems and John, you can't get Jonathan Taylor going the way you wanted to. Uh, Dolphins close loss to the Raiders. Obviously they they that was really on them. They blew it, but uh, I I like the Dolphins a get right get back game at home one o'clock in Miami all day. Dolphins. That's all well and good, but I think this is you know another scenario where. If the Colts are going to win a game soon, this has got to be the one that they're, they're thinking about. And, Wrong! And so <laughs> I, uh, I I do have the Colts in this game. I think they're going to come out swinging. Uh, they'll probably get, you know, a little... They're, like you said, there's kind of a panic button being pressed. I feel like that will... There'll, there'll be some urgency to that offense to, to do something, to do, you know, to mix it up, do something special. And that Dolphins-Stevens is not bad at all. I don't think the Colts are going to score a ton of points in this game. But the Dolphins offense, with or without Tua, is also anemic. And I uh, that, that Colts defense is very good as well. So I uh, I would take whatever the, the you know, the, the, the under on the total. And I will also take the Colts to uh, get a an elusive road win. Okay, fair enough. We'll keep it going with an interleague matchup, Cleveland-Minnesota. Uh, this one actually was one of those ones extremely tough for me to pick. Really tough for me to pick. The fact that it's in Minnesota. That's why, the, 100%. Because yeah. if this is in Cleveland, we're, I'm, I think we're already talking about the next game. Uh, but yeah. now that it's in Minnesota, I had to think about this one. I'll let you kick this one off. What are your kind of thoughts with this? I uh, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. It's uh, it's tough, and and uh, and Kirk Cousins has kind of looked. I mean, even in the the losses, Kirk Cousins hasn't looked bad. That offense is scoring. The defense has actually ended up being the problem, which was kind of it's kind of surprising with a team like you know what all of the teams have come through with Mike Zimmer and the Vikings. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Vikings here, and just because this will kind of be the point in which we get like some, you know, it feels like it's time for Wade. You know, every year we have to flip back and forth at least twice to each side about is Baker Mayfield good or is he good enough to lead the Browns to what they want to do, and this will be a loss that makes people question that. Um, I just I think on the road Baker will make a mistake here or there and and the the Vikings will will capitalize and, and go win a game kind of like what was hap- what happened with the Seahawks game this past week where they just they didn't play out of their mind they just you know won and uh, and I I think we're gonna see that here too. When I went through the schedule and was writing down the games first before I made my picks just to write them down on my list, I looked at this game and said, okay, it's way too much for me to like, it's such a 50-50 toss-up that I need to just come back and do a gut check reaction when I come back through and pick. So what I did, I came back through, gut check told me Cleveland. It literally is just, that's it. Fair enough. Gut check was Cleveland. I'm going to regret that one, I know, but I also would feel the same amount of regret if I picked Minnesota and Cleveland comes out and fucking curb stomps them. Then I'm gonna feel, I would feel like a big idiot too. So either way, one of us is going to look bad on this game and, and we're going to th- we're gonna look back on this game and be like, yep, that's so clear. Wh- wh- whoever loses between us, we're going to look back and just go, yep, so goddamn clear. How did we not, how did we oh, not oh, yeah. pick against this? Oh, but yeah, that, this that, is a look dumb week for sure. Big time, big time. Uh, here's a game we I think we don't need to look dumb in of. How about New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints? Do yeah. we need to look dumb here? I don't think so, right? I don't uh, think so. It's the Saints is the pick, no question. Yeah, okay. So time, let's not overthink this, right? Okay. At the same time, watch watch the Saints go go f around. Bro, and, don't even. That's what I'm saying, though, yeah, man. Like I mean, that, it is right. Like that, it, the Saints are such a clear pick, but that is such also, a viable it is, option. It is also the Saints' like true return home, so. Um, Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yes. Yeah, actually, never mind. Not even a question anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, it's it's 
the thing is, is that you know there, this is there is a world in which the Giants win this game, but you can't make that pick. So uh, yeah, one in fourteen million. Yeah, exactly. Some or you know something something like that. I might even say more millions on that one, Dom. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I uh, I actually just realized too that it is back in the uh, back in the Superdome uh, in yeah. New Orleans, and yeah, I I actually th- knew that last week because I'm like whatever the whoever the the Saints could be playing a team of all the All Stars, and I would be like, yeah, no, nah, they're gonna win this game. Uh yeah, so that makes me feel better now. Saints by a billion, good stuff. Let's move on. Titans Jets again. Here's another game. Let's not feel stupid. Titans are only seven-point favorites, which I think is a l- little disrespectful to the Titans. I know like they haven't played like the cleanest three games so far this this season, but to make them seven-point favorites against the 0-3 Jets, who are, are clearly just sputtering, and this offense for New York is just not giving Zach Wilson any sort of help to develop him and, and get him in a rhythm, I, I would hammer the Titans here. I think that's the play. If the Jets, if the Jets come back and, and they somehow beat the Titans, and shame on the Titans, and I'm not gonna feel any bad about it. What, how, like, how do you pick? Uh, how do you pick the Jets in this situation? I you wouldn't feel bad. You don't. You pick the. Uh, you pick the Titans. I do feel like though that this is a game in which the Jets' offense will look better than people anticipate, just because the Titans' defense is, you know, just okay, really. Um, so, you know, that could be at least optimism for Jets fans that there's, you know, progress being made just because I think they'll look better than they have the past couple weeks. But, yeah, it's the Titans, no question. All right. Um, Chiefs, Eagles, if you had told me that the Chiefs would be 1-2 and two, playing against a 1-2 and two Eagles team in Week 4, I would have told you you're, you're crazy. would not have believed you. We've picked Kansas City every week. And they have failed us twice, Ev. Do we pick Philadelphia here? The no. answer is... Okay, that's <laughs> what I... not. Yeah, okay, that's what I said too. So, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City getting the big win on the road here in Philadelphia. Hoping hoping that the Chiefs don't screw us over. Um, it, it, here's, a, here's a question I'll post you real quick, Ev. If Kansas City were to lose to Philadelphia, like, again, 1 in 14 million, do we... Do we like press the panic button on Kansas City? Um, no, just because I still think that that team as depends on you know I mean it, it does it go from you know bad to worse as in let's say like Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill goes down for like you know half the year or the year or something like that you know you might you might then be like oh dang. Like this, this is not you know a full strength Kansas City team, and they're already in the hole. But as long as that team's got the offensive firepower, they do. I really have a hard time just you know uh, uh, counting them out. You know, as long as as long as they're in contention, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, even if they lost to a team like the Eagles in Week Four. But, right. But uh, but yeah, I mean they're not going to. I mean I, I you know it's it's fun to think about, but. But I think in this scenario, it's it's uh, this is this is the game in which the Chiefs go. Oh yeah, we're still the Chiefs. It's fine. Yep, for sure. Okay, good. Then I'm taking the Chiefs. You're taking the Chiefs. Let's keep it rolling. Cardinals, Rams, awesome matchup. Yeah, Fuck. It's awesome. I think it's like I think we're gonna say that about any time. Literally any NFC West team plays against each other, even like oh, the yeah. Seahawks, like it, which is the next game we'll get to in a second. But. Like NFC West is a great division. They're always going to be great games. Again, this is but this to me though is such a good game that I'm going to feel like the the Browns Vikings feelings, right? Where you're just like you're going to feel stupid for trying to pick one against the other, but I I have to be chalky and I'm going to stick to the obvious and go with the Rams. Yeah, I also am going with the Rams. I mean, it's uh it's it, it should be close. Kyler's going to play well, I I feel like and you know he's if there's anyone that can deal with that that Rams defense and make plays, you know, despite how talented and and how good they are, it's it's him. So, but at that same by that same notion, the the Cardinals defense is not wickedly impressive to me, at least not right now. And I think uh, I think Stafford's going to be able to do what he wants in that regard, and 
and uh, the 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 Rams will take this, you know, probably comfortably, not not a blowout or anything, but maybe you know seven to fourteen points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page there because th- this was one I had to also kind of do a gut check because the Cardinals sit there, they look pretty, they look you, you're like, ooh, yeah, on the road, yeah, underdog, a little bit. What, Five five point almost five point underdogs. You're like, ooh yeah, let me ride, let me sip on that Kyler juice. But um, no, I I wouldn't recommend it. The 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 Rams looked way too good against Tampa Bay. So, uh, let's keep in that division. Have Seahawks Niners again. I said there is no bad game. I know the Seahawks record isn't where it wants to be, but they've had a few difficult games. Uh, uh, Seahawks, man, they're. God, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna hate myself for this pick. I feel like, but I'm taking them. I'm taking Seattle on the road. Yeah, I mean, I this is really tough. I I very much have considered both teams here, like you know, thoroughly, um, because there's a scenario in which Jimmy G blows it, and you know he just doesn't play very well, and it's you know the Seahawks walk to a win here, and there's a scenario in which the Seahawks just don't play very well, and. And uh, the 49ers just, you know, get a huge home win. Um, in terms of trying to guess which of those is going to happen, I, I'm i actually going to lean the other way, and I'm going to say the 49ers here. I think I think uh, the, the, their defense ought to be able to make at least one or two impact plays and and uh, and, and, and get the ball into Jimmy G and, and that offense's hands. I think you're going to see more and more Trey Sermon after – Last week he looked okay, and and you know he's going to get more and more involved. Uh, it'll it'll be very dependent on Jimmy G, but I think in a week four game uh, that that'll probably be low score, somewhat low scoring and close. Uh, I I think I trust Jimmy G on this one. So uh, yeah, Forty ers All right, moving on. Ravens Broncos. Uh What's that? What's the what's the line here? Denver's favored by a point, so really another 50-50 toss. I don't I don't really know what to make of this game. I mean, it's like it's like all right. Do you believe? Do you believe that Teddy and the the Broncos defense really is as good as advertised when they've played you know three teams with a combined record of zero and nine? Or are you believing that the Ravens have hung around in these close games for a reason? I'll I'll let you kick this one off, Ev. Um, I, uh, you know, this is, this is tough. I mean, if, and if the Broncos win this game, then we are talking about the Broncos in a much different light on, yep. uh, the, the beginning of next week. You know, I mean, they, besides just being four and oh, that's kind of the marquee win that they, that they don't have right now. Um, with that being said, I love Teddy. I do think that defense is solid, but I don't think it's enough. I think uh, the Ravens defense is going to be able to approach this game by just saying, okay, well, you're, Teddy's going to have to pass to win this game. Um, and we're, you know, we, we, we'll let Teddy you know, pick up some first downs here and there and, and make some nice-looking throws, but, but we'll be ready for when he, he, he does kind of lose one. And Lamar, meanwhile, I mean, you know, it's, don't get me wrong, that, that Broncos defense is good, and I definitely see Lamar throwing a pick. At some point, but that's what's crazy about Lamar is that throwing a pick doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah. he's, he's going to generate enough offense that it just cancels out. And so I'm going to take the, the the Ravens on the road here. I I'm going to go with the Broncos for the simple fact that again I'm going to like I'm going to regret this one, but I want the Broncos to prove me wrong. I think this being that it is the first big test, I will put my faith back into this defense and it's also really because the Ravens could very well be one and two at this point of the season you know it, it yeah. maybe maybe a, a couple touchdowns away from zero and three so I, I I just don't sip on the Ravens juice as much as I'm sipping on the Broncos juice right now again this is a big I, I think you said it best if Denver comes out and wins we're talking about Denver in a much different light come next week but that's TBC to be seen um, the 425 kickoff in Denver. So I'm going to take the Broncos and probably regret it. Man, I, I like that we're being different with our picks, but one of us is going to take a significant lead on the other <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. when it's all said and done. Uh, let's go back. Another good matchup. Steelers-Packers. 
yeah, man. I mean, this is this is tough because the Steelers kind of need this. They big time. They they, they need to, to go win this game, and and the Packers. You know, I mean, that Saints game kind of looms in your mind that okay, this team can lay an egg, uh, but. You know, after watching Aaron Rodgers go just surgery mode at the end of last week, I just have a hard time. I feel like I feel like he's he's locked in now. I feel like that offense is is going to absolutely shred a Steelers defense that you know. Don't get me wrong, is got some really good talent up front, but has not looked the part. You know, in three weeks so far. I, I, I just feel like for for the for the Packers it's it's too much too much offensive firepower and while the Steelers might score a, a good chunk of their own I I mean I don't know if they can score enough so I'm I'm going with the Packers here. Yeah I, I I'm trying to look T J Watt being out on that defense last week made such a difference for Pittsburgh and uh, kind of without him it realized why he had to pay him the money he did and why he's such a centerpiece on that defense. I'm trying to I'm trying to read a report if he's gonna be out or not because it's not it's not looking good for TJ. So with that being said, yeah, like maybe if the Steelers defense was playing up to the level it should be, I would maybe say they give Aaron Rodgers some difficulties. But yeah, I, I agree with the point you make. Like you can't bet against Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, dude's he's 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 pumped up. He's fiery. He's pissed off. He's he's playing like prime Aaron does. Yeah, uh, Green Bay all day. I uh, I think actually you probably would cover at this point too. Not gonna overthink it. Packers taking that one at home. All right, Sunday night, Monday night matchups coming up. We got two more: Patriots, Bucks. I should say Bucks, Patriots if we want to go by away home format. But the Patriots hosting the Bucks, the Tom Brady return game. I mean, you you he's going to pummel. Bill Belichick, right? Am I, or am I wrong in saying yeah, this? Am I, I smoking I, crack? I no. It's funny because there's, there's a lot of people that you know. I mean, you know, this uh, this game actually does have. I've seen you know a, 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 a few people say that you know they wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots had you know a chance to win this game late or you know do win this game late. But at least for me personally, man, I you know it's. The storyline of that would be fantastic, but reality tells me that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are pissed after losing uh, last week, and they're you know they've got another long road trip because Tampa all the way up to New England is not quite going all the way out to California, but still a trip. And I just feel like that that this is a game that the Bucks are, are you know if they had lost last week, this game becomes maybe a little bit more trappy. Right, losing last week. I don't think that they're going to be, you know, uh, there's not going to be any lack of focus here. And uh, there's just too much talent on both sides of the ball for the Bucks. Well, I, Tom Brady or not, so. Yeah, and, and, and when I look at the Bucks like, being 2-1 two and run, two and one right now, I cannot see the a 2-2 two and two record next to their name after this week as well. It's very hard for me to even see that. I And I just, I think with all that's been released this week about – you know, Tom really was, you know, fed up with Bill's system back in probably like 2017. The uh, the former team trainer of the Patriots coming out and saying that Bill wasn't adapting to the way that Tom wanted to play, and that's what started to really dissolve their relationship. I think Tom, I, I think there's, you know, necessarily like this, all this bad, bad blood, but I definitely think Tom Brady's going to come in with a point to prove, and I don't think he's going to feel any remorse for laying just an absolute ass whooping on his old team. Uh, I, I hope he does personally. It's the first time I'm ever going to root for Tom Brady. So here we go. Other than actually probably this year's past Super Bowl. But yeah, uh, Buccaneers taking this one. I got them to Monday night Raiders at the Chargers. This is a this is a fine. This is a good one to end on because again, 50-50 Chargers, three point favorites. But it's like, are are you still are you still sipping that Gruden juice? And Evan, I'll kick this one off, and I'm gonna say, not this game, not this game. I'm not I'm not sipping the Gruden juice no more. I'm taking the Chargers after the way they played against Kansas City. I think they're way too hot, and I think the Raiders have to come. This is a coming back down to earth game for Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Um, 
That Chargers defense has been, uh, you know, I mean, it's it was good last year, but it's actually, I feel like, been overperforming a little bit this year. Mostly in the takeaway factor, Asante Samuel Jr. has actually turned out to be like a just a extremely dynamic player so, so early for them. Um, and on top of that, I mean, Justin Herbert obviously looked really, really good last week. In, Very good. In, in Kansas City, so... It's it's hard to uh, to to pick against a team that just went into Kansas City and won, uh, despite the fact that you know the the Raiders have have had you know three close victories and 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 played some good teams like the Ravens. Um, it's tough. You're right, but yeah, if if this game's in Las Vegas, I might be switching my pick. But since it's in LA, uh, I got to go with the Chargers here. Yep. So we're both on agreement with the Chargers, but we've got a fair amount of picks that are different. Like I said, one of us is going to be sitting real pretty. The other one's really going to lose uh, lose track on the other in terms of our leaderboard. So I don't anticipate our pick staying as close as they are now, but that's why you do it. That's why the NFL is fun. Comment. Go to our Twitter at Down and Out Podcast, D-O-W-N, capital N, Podcast. And tell us what you're picking. Tell us who's right, who's wrong. If we're both idiots, if you're an idiot, if everyone's an idiot, we don't care. Come at, come at us. Tell us. Tell us how you feel. We want to hear your feedback. Yeah, um, I mean, just because we're right doesn't mean we're not idiots. So, you know, you'll find something else to, to, to <laughs> you know, harp on. It's all good. Yeah, sounds good there. And, uh, Ab, I think I, uh, I got to go make some money. We got to go make some money. So let's send it over to the cash grab. And then when we come back, we got some college football as well as an MLB playoff race update. That's heating up as always. And we got four more games left on the regular season slate. And uh, shit is getting real, folks. Is Seattle for real? We don't know. We'll tell you after the break. Stay with us. Down and Out returns right after this. What it do guys, Dom here, and the summer season is beginning to ramp up, and if you're like most Americans, you could use a good car wash and interior cleaning to get your whip feeling like a million bucks. You're going to need to turn some heads this summer, and the best way to get your ride nice and purdy is by taking it to Apex Auto CNY in Syracuse, New York. Mike and his guys excel in customer service and promise 100% satisfaction every time. Check out Apex Auto CNY. Y on Facebook and tell them down and out sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Damn. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Second half of down and out underway. And we begin college football top 25. Some really big matchups. We talked so much about how many good NFL matchups were happening this week. Before we sent to the cash grab, now we're coming back. And we've got college football games to talk about. Because, folks, what a slate it is. And I guess first, Ev, I'm looking at the slate. And there's a lot of places we could start. But I guess we'll start right in the SEC. A noon kickoff between the 8th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks, Woo Pig, and the number 2-ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Arkansas was like a hot team for us. I'm just saying Arkansas like a hot team for us. The past couple weeks, really getting to this 4-0 point. Georgia looking like, uh, you know, the the next thing that has the best shot at really taking down Alabama. No, they, uh, this this is, you know, obviously very exciting. And and uh, it's, it's kind of wild to see a top 10 matchup at noon, um, especially in the SEC. Uh, that's typically not how it works, but... You know, it, you know, you got Alabama Ole Miss in the same same day, so that's uh, sometimes how it shakes out. But it's definitely it's definitely you know a a really really interesting matchup for two reasons. One, it's you know as as good as Arkansas has been. You know, you beat Texas A and M. You just beat a top ten team. I'm not trying to discredit that at all. You know, this is the kind of game you have to win to, you know, say, okay, no, we're actually, like, we're actually already here. Um, that being said, I don't really see a scenario in which they do win this game. I feel like Georgia will absolutely take care of business defensively. I mean, that's what they do. They probably have the, they might have the most talented defense in college football. And uh, as, as good as Arkansas's running game has been to start the year, I just feel like there's not enough firepower there. And meanwhile, 
Georgia's offense could lay an egg. I mean, they they really could like go out there and, and struggle with JT Daniels, but I uh, I think they'll definitely be able to do enough just because Arkansas's defense is solid, but not you know world beating. Right. And uh, and 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 Georgia will bring them back down to earth a little bit, but but probably not by a you know a curb stomping margin. Probably going to be a uh, a pretty close. You know, I could see low scoring game here. I, I to me because I look at the line and Georgia comes in as eighteen and a half point favorites. I mean, I I would take Arkansas to cover here, but if we want to get into like the pick 'em, yeah, just Georgia seems. You know, I I think it's it sucks because there's obviously a good chance Arkansas wins this game, but it's it's a nice story that we've been able to track through the first four weeks is watching Arkansas go from like unranked to top ten in the country. I th- I think Georgia is just they're they're too mighty. It's in Athens, it's just uh, a tough matchup for Arkansas to kind of keep this magic going. But uh, over like the fact it's at at noon, I think is. Uh, you know, kind of a, a funny thing because this like this radiates seven thirty kickoff time on ABC to me, no but I, I don't think any of the 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 master schedulers for the ESPN networks were like, oh yeah, let's make sure we have Georgia Arkansas Arkansas week four in prime time. But noon kickoff in Athens, a really good game here. I I I I think it's Georgia. Georgia would win this game, but I think Arkansas makes it nice and close. JT, you 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 really think that the the Georgia offense could lay an egg? To see, I, I think I see the over under at forty eight. I would also hammer the over. Like I think this actually could turn into a very very high scoring game because I don't I just don't see the defenses being able to stop one another at this point. I mean Georgia's only game against a solid defense really so far was against Clemson and they didn't score an offensive touchdown. So. I mean, yeah, they can't. That win. was week one. Was week one, but yeah, but I mean that that's you know I mean that's when they played the, the in their most competitive game this year they laid an offensive egg, and and that's what happened. I mean, otherwise they haven't really been you know I'm not saying they haven't played anybody because obviously beating Clemson's a big deal, but the the fact of the matter is is that you know I I I get why a lot of people like Georgia a lot and they should be like the second or third best team in college football, but. By that same notion, I mean they've played Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and UAB after uh, after after that Clemson game, and against uh, you know against South Carolina they looked you know solid you know JT Daniels with three hundred yards and three touchdowns, but you know I I and, but Vandy and UAB I don't really you know whatever you do in those games is. It's not. It's not that that it's completely irrelevant, but it's mostly irrelevant. And uh, and one game they played against a solid defense, they didn't play well. So, you know, I mean, it's 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 it, it is. Georgia's still going to win this game, but I and I'm not saying necessarily the under will hit, but I would be. I I I mean, I'm not expecting. I don't think Georgia's going to put up like more than, you know, low to mid thirties. I'll put it that way. Okay. All right. It's a good point. It's a good point. I I, I, I could just see us. I'm, I'm trying to like it, just bring out my inner Swami and, and, and see this game being high scoring because I think that's just what I want to see. But absolutely could come into fruition there. Let's keep this train going. I have seven versus nine. That's Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Another big prove-it game for Cincinnati and really Notre Dame, too. Notre Dame stepped up and looked really... That was the Notre Dame we've all been waiting for because they handled Wisconsin very easily. And that's a good win for the Fighting Irish. And now you get Cincinnati. I guess I'll ask you this question is, who is this game more important for, Cincinnati or Notre Dame? I mean, it's definitely Cincinnati just because this is the, like, their, like their game that they have to go win in terms of making a playoff resume. This is like the game they yep. they cannot afford to lose. But, you know, Notre Dame, obviously, it's another ranked game. I mean, it's another game that if Notre Dame wants to leave no question that they're a playoff team again this year, they have to go win. Um, and I think they I, – I, I think – 
It's a it's a tough pick. It's a it's a it's a tough pick because I could really see it going either way. I'm definitely rooting for Cincinnati in this game, no question. Um, but I I also just Notre Dame's defense has has really looked. Uh, they actually opened the year pretty rough, but I was actually watching this breakdown of like over the past like three weeks, they're one of like the top like six or seven defenses, which with the rough opening week has made them like a top fifteen defense in college football. So I, I think they're going to be able to shut down the Bearcat offense enough. Um, you know, it, it, if that offense, you know, kind of struggles, then, then yeah, Cincinnati's going to be in a uh, very, very opportune spot. But, but uh, I, could, I, I don't necessarily see that happening. So I'm going to go with the Fighting Irish despite what my heart wants. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, uh, I, I, it's, it's, I, if I had to like gun to the head kind of situation, I, I probably would take Notre Dame here too. Just, I like them at home and I actually think rounded out Notre Dame's a better team. Notre Dame's also just had much better competition, you know, so they've, uh, they've been tested a little bit better and Jack Cone keeps playing the way he is. Then yeah, you know, it's a, it's, it's time for Notre Dame to keep up in that resume, as you said, and, and prove that, Hey, you know, we're legit, we're here and you're going to have to deal with us. Um, all right, I, I know you've not been looking forward to this matchup, Bev, but it's probably arguably, other than probably Georgia-Arkansas, the second-best game slated for this weekend. Uh, you know, it depends on how you feel about Cincinnati-Notre Dame, but I'll gla- I would put Ole Miss-Alabama at the second-best game this weekend. Your thoughts early on, I know, I know you praised Ole Miss, you praised their offense. Alabama, big test for them. Just, uh, are, are you nervous? What are your thoughts? Walk us through what Alabama fans are feeling when it comes to this game. I mean, anytime you play a really, really good quarterback, you're nervous as an Alabama fan just because that's the way you beat Alabama. I mean, really over the years, if you go look at all the teams they've lost to, especially you know in recent memory, it's it's always a team that has a really really good quarterback uh, behind the behind the dish and and uh, and they have one at Ole Miss. I mean Matt Corral has been you know if he's if he's not the Heisman front runner, he's playing against the Heisman front runner this week with Bryce Young. Um, and when you've got a caliber talent like that and and Lane Kiffin calling the shots. I mean, they're going to put up a lot of points. They they just are. It's going to be on Alabama to to keep pace and and this you know kind of I could see a scenario where this is kind of the first time that Bryce Young has to come back. Um, you know, I don't think like Ole Miss is going to jump out to like a three score lead or anything like that. But you know, let's say Ole Miss leads by seven at halftime, which I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. This is you know for for Bryce Young in his first full starting season. You know, this is going to be that. That's that can that that he's going to have to deal with that. He's going to have to deal with the pressure and the the idea that he can't just kind of know that the offense will come. He's going to have to you know force some plays to happen. Um, it's uh, it's it obviously, but, but you know, even with all that being said, I I kind of was saying this to Dom earlier. You always are still, you know, as an Alabama fan, you're always still confident. I mean, you're always still like, okay, well, we should win this game. Right. We should win this game. They're the better team. That being said, this is the formula you need to have to beat Alabama. And uh, and and I could very much see it happening. Um, but but I'll say say the tide by by ten and uh, in in a, in a game that that probably won't stop. <laughs> It, it'll crush the over, and it'll probably still be going back and forth into the final minute. So I don't know if you're looking at the the over under right now. I, I, I can you see the line in front of you by chance? I, I don't have it. Actually. Okay, no, no, that's fine. I want you to take that's good because I want you to take a guess at what the what what the line is for the over under right now. It's probably like ninety five. No, not that high, uh, but it's it's, it's high. Yeah, eighty seventy nine and a half to be specific. But yeah, and it, it's an eighty point line. Uh, which is like, which is just bet like baiting you like okay they know like bet the over like they know something is, is going well, uh, on here. Every line that every line that Ole Miss has played in this year has been crazy. Like go look at last week's and it was like no joke like ninety something like or close to it. Like I mean it's it's absolutely absurd because they just score points at at will. 
And, uh, you know, this Alabama defense will kind of be that first real test for them, but they're still, at least in, you know, based on what I can see, still going to score a lot of points. I mean, no matter what you do. Yeah, Alabama 14.5 point favorites. I definitely think Ole Miss covers that, but I'll take Alabama on this one too. I think at home at Bryant Denny, I, you, they, as you said, they are the better team. They are the team to be. I think they are my bona fide national champion coming up, sad to say. Alabama loses this game but still wins the SEC championship. You still think they're, they're in the playoff at that point? No question. Yeah, I mean, uh, me too. Scenario, there's even a scenario in which Alabama loses this game and then wins out and doesn't even and, and Ole Miss wins out and they and Alabama doesn't even go to the SEC championship and they still and make they the playoff. Still make the playoffs. So. Yeah, I get that. I I believe that. That's that's very much in the realm of possibility. Especially, you know, what what could really happen in that scenario is let's say Florida goes to the SEC championship and plays Ole Miss and beats Ole Miss. You know, I mean that in that scenario, it's like okay, well Alabama beat Florida, Florida beat Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat you know Alabama. Um, that's that's definitely you know Alabama's through to the uh, to the. To the playoff, I think it's that the scenario, but that'd be like the office meme where there it's the the murder in Savannah episode. The guns right, pointed the gun at each guns other. Yeah, pointing at each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last big ranked matchup to get to Baylor at Oklahoma State. Talk about two teams that we mentioned it on Tuesday. Have like you want to talk about Pac-12 hot and or not Pac-12, Big 12, excuse me, Big 12 hot and cold teams. Two hot teams. We've talked about Baylor, Oklahoma State. Love this matchup. Super excited yeah, so for this one. This is, uh, you know, like uh, like we've been saying a lot. This is, you know, and it's about that time of year. This is a prove it kind of game. This yep. is a how serious are you? And uh, and both of these teams have been, you know, really strong. I uh, I don't actually, you know, know a ton of intimate details about either. either uh, me Oklahoma neither. State or Baylor, but I will say just based on pure thinking about. Uh, you know, Gundy and, and thinking about that, you know, the, the Oklahoma State program he's built up, I, I feel like this is the type of game they go win. You know, this is, this is you know, talent-wise, you're on a similar playing field, if not, you know, kind of got the advantage there. And I believe this game is in, uh, uh, this game is in Bedlam. Uh, this game's in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, and, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, still, still. Well, tell me, Stillwater, still but yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, nah, it, my it was. Bad. I I thought it was too. That's why I saw Stillwater. I was like, oh, maybe that's not where it is. But yeah, no, it, it's in Oklahoma. So so yeah, I mean, I I feel like in that scenario, this is Oklahoma State's game. Uh, but by that same token, I would not be shocked at all that uh, if Baylor went up there and it was like, oh wait, okay, Baylor's like really back now. They're uh, they're right. They're officially a good team again. So. Either way, it's going to be fun. Cause I would I would pick Oklahoma State if we're picking teams here again. Uh, but again, it's like a 50-50 flip the coin, and that's what makes this game so awesome. Is because it, it, it's just it's it, it's it's the who's for real. Actually, even I think whoever loses this game is for real. But it's like okay, who's going to start making that push in the Big Twelve? Who's going to start separating themselves from the pack here? And being able to, you know, probably end up going against Texas A&M when, when it comes down to the nit and gritty of winning the Big 12 at that point. Um, uh, you said Texas A&M. No, I'm saying, like, that's what, like, the winner of that game is going to start contending with Texas A&M. Who's for... not in the Big 12. Oh, yeah, shoot, you're right. I'm sorry. Who am I? I'm, I'm not thinking Oklahoma of Texas. Is, yeah, is, that's who I am. Man. God, I'm an idiot. It's early yeah, it's in the morning, a, folks. I, I, hey, dude, it's okay. There's <laughs> that's so funny. I'm an SEC fan. No, so. I think that's hilarious that you corrected me. I, you were right, and I still was like, no, no, no. I'm right, right? Even though they're literally staring at me right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How that, that one got mixed up. But yes, yes, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Oklahoma. I had to get it on that one. No, thank you. Please, please always do. Uh, so, yes, the winner of that matchup, Baylor-Oklahoma State, uh, does start to put themselves in the realm of, okay, who's going to be the next, the the guy, the guys uh, to take down Oklahoma and Z contend folks, for the Big 12? We could have edited that out, and you know, and, and acted like we were smart, and and you know that we don't make any mistakes. But that's what what you what you gotta love about Down and Out is that you know it's the with with all the all the freckles with 
with all the curves and the spots that you don't exactly want to see curves. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 we just bear it all for you. We don't, yep. we don't, we don't hold anything back. We're transparent, you know. It is what it is. We're just we're 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 two as it says in the intro, quote unquote, sports professionals. Take that for what you want. Take that for face value if you need to. But that's just what we are. Uh, very much so. That's so funny. Oh my god, I feel like I feel stupid, but yeah, whatever. We got it. Everybody knew what else. I meant to say Oklahoma, and I just doubled down on Texas A and M because it's early. We're trying to get the juices flowing. Um, I think, all right, for ranked on ranked matchups, Ab, that pretty much wraps it up. Unless there's another game that you felt the need to, to talk about real quick or anything like no, that. Not especially. There's a lot of, like Dong said, it's a good slate this week. And there's there's some uh, some really enticing matchups that aren't even, you know, technically between ranked teams. So, um, but but uh, no, I think I think that's all we got time for for today anyways. All right, well, we're going to wrap things up here. Our last topic, we got to go into the MLB race. Uh, this one, just again, it's it's awesome. It's good. If you're a fan of either the Dodgers or the Giants, you're just going to be mad. Both teams over 100 wins, and one of them is going to have to fight for their live in a one-game wild card, which is just, you know, bonkers to me. Looking at this Thursday slate of games, obviously the Cardinals have really put themselves away here. Uh, Phillies Braves is that the last game of the series tonight, Ev? It is. So Braves obviously can really put the damage on the Phillies and kind of lay yeah, that NL. Yeah, they, I think the magic number has got to be one at this point. Really lock up the NL East. So obviously, big game for the Braves. You guys got to be excited. And by all accounts, nine and one in their last ten on a five-game win streak. I love the Braves here. No, no, no reason for me to think any differently. Yeah, I I mean, it's uh it, it I think they'll definitely be in another close game because it seems like no matter what they do right now, even in with all these wins, they there there's still a lot of uh kind of tight games. Um that being said, I mean, I'm a little nervous because Morton and Freed uh pitch out of their gourd to to start the series and that's really why the Braves are now in the scenario where even if they drop this game, it's not, you know, it's not a Oh shit! Like we're gonna we're gonna blow it. It's like okay, no, it's 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 fine. I mean, you're up by by five games now. So, um, that being said, I uh, you know you you if you can go sweep them tonight and just really say yeah, like that's the kind of momentum you want to bring into the the playoffs. I mean, that's or into the postseason. That's that's the kind of thing you need to do. And and hopefully Ian Anderson can can go out there and do something solid, but. Either way, uh, the Braves have basically locked it up at this point, and that feels good. And meanwhile, we've got the the AL wild card race just continues to be hot as hell. Uh, the The Yankees almost got a a you know they almost locked up their wild card spot last night by by nearly bringing it back on the Blue Jays, but the but but Bo Bichette with two homers and and a you know kind of a barn burner of a game like it was super fun to watch. Uh, and meanwhile, the Mariners just refuse to lose. They eliminate the A's, meanwhile, and who were pretty much already out anyways. But but it feels yeah. really good to watch them be the A's. So here, and it's funny yeah, because now the Mariners' season really rests on their final series at home, and they've got to go against the Angels. So it's how much are the Angels going to fight back and try to play spoiler? Uh, and and quite frankly, for as bad as the Angels finish their season, the Angels have been known, and you can ask circa the circa 2018-2019 athletics in terms of not necessarily keeping teams out of the playoffs, but keeping you from winning a division and having to play a wild card. Yeah, the Angels have done the spoiler role quite well over the past couple years So, because they just have nothing to play for, and they're just out there trying to get their performance bonuses at this point. So um, I, I, I don't necessarily see how hot the Mariners are playing them dropping a game to the Angels, but it would it it, it would not be a I'm trying to say an impossible scenario where I could see the Angels maybe taking two games from the Mariners and ruining their chances, which would be the most Mariners shit to happen in the in this AL wild card. Yeah, agreed, and I I could see that too. I um, but at the same time, I mean, if you're the Mariners, you got to be thinking, you know, it's it's. It's an Angels team that is missing. You know, I don't think the Angels are going to run out Shohei at any point in that series. 
uh, he might, you know, go hit, but at the same time, that's that's yeah. No, they the, uh, Shohei is, Shohei is shut down for the year pitching wise. So yeah, he's he is so, done. Dunzo on the mound. So you know, I mean, if you're the Mariners, you're just like, okay, let's just keep doing what we're doing, which is just grinding out victories, and that's not easy to do. But you've uh, you've you've done it to a pretty impressive degree over the past you know three or four weeks, just to give yourself a you know a chance to be in this spot. Um, it's going to be that that Blue Jays Yankees game that's to, to wrap up the series tonight is going to be monstrous. You know, such a yeah, I mean it's such a huge deal, and uh, and and really that's that's more so if I'm the Mariners that's that's what I'm paying attention to more as well as do the Red Sox somehow stumble and lose to the Orioles again? I don't think so, but you know those are if you're the Mariners you're kind of almost in a sweet spot because you've now put the pressure on everyone else by getting yourself back in that scenario. I mean, they, they still have to, to go win games and get there. It's not like they're leading or anything. But, I mean, they're on pace with the Red Sox. They've just they're, they, they've played one extra game, and they won. So, awesome. And then uh, same thing with the Blue Jays. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be one of those where you almost just want to put on MLB Network and just have them flip around for you rather than yeah almost like 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 nfl red zone but mlb red zone so to speak yeah because it's going to be it's 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 going to be you know jam-packed i mean there's you know it's it's we're just about wrapped up we're just about locked up across the board but but there's you know the the braves finishing up and and potentially whatever happens with this al wild card is i mean even whatever happens tonight isn't the end of it i mean the yankees have to go play the rays in this next series and and, and when you look at a team like Boston, I mean, they, if Boston doesn't make the playoffs, it doesn't get in their wild card game here. I, they'll have no one to blame but themselves because not only do they wrap up with Baltimore tonight, they close out their final three game series against the Nationals. So, uh, by all means, like we should be honestly thinking the Red Sox might jump and take that one spot, and then it becomes like, oh, okay, is it the Yankees or Mariners? Do the Yankees maybe take two of three from Tampa? Do the Mariners? are able to get the job done against the Angels. What can the Blue Jays do? I, I, I have to look at who the Blue Jays wrap up their series, uh, their season against after the after the Yankees here. But by I, it's, to me, the Red Sox, oh, the Baltimore. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's a Baltimore-Toronto uh, or a Boston-Toronto, New York Mariners. I don't know. There's just, it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of certainties that probably might not happen. And that's why we love baseball. Because honestly, the two teams that get into this AL wild card are gonna deserve to be there, and that's why I can feel good about it. At least is it's gonna be it's gonna be a good wild card game, regardless of the four teams that get in there. Oh yeah, it's definitely one of the better uh, AL wild card races I can think of in recent memory, and and all the teams that are playing in that game could potentially you know do something in the postseason. Um, so it's uh, it's it, it feels like we're already watching playoff baseball. Because I mean, it's it's awesome when you're when you're, you know, in these scenarios where it's basically do or die, or it's you know we're playing in a series that as a whole is do or die, and uh, and and you don't get that you know obviously with 162 games a year you know you don't get that for maybe you know 30 to 40 games at best towards the end here and right and it's uh it has paid off so, uh, yay baseball. Way to go, baseball. Staying relevant. We love it. Uh, we'll update you guys on Monday because, obviously, everything, the playoffs will be set and it'll be shaky. Can't wait to tell you all about that. Uh, Evan, I think that just about wraps up the time for us today. Um, but, obviously, another jam-packed episode. So, again, folks, for all listening, thank you for sticking with us, tuning in to Down and Out. We truly appreciate you guys. Evan, where can they find us on our socials? Uh, as Dom mentioned before, the Money Zone, or oh wow, I just referenced a different podcast, uh, the Cash Grab Break. Um, it's at uh, Down, capital N, Out Podcast on Twitter. And there you can tell us what you want to see. You can tell us that we suck. You can retweet and like uh, our tweets about the podcast, which, hey, we like that. Um, and uh, in the meantime, you can also go to. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to the podcast, and give us a five-star rating. That helps us a ton, uh, even if you're just listening to the one episode, or even if you're just, you know, uh, I don't I don't know how you would you would know to go give a five-star if you're not listening to this, but hey, I'm going <laughs> to send out that energy and, 
and, and try and telepathically make you give us a five star. Um, but, but those are things we sincerely appreciate is, is hitting us up on Twitter and hitting us up with uh, good ratings. Very much so. Uh, you know, it's, it's the, the, the love and listening is, is appreciated, but, but actions speak louder than words, folks. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's, that's now the ball's in your court and all the other cliches I can think of uh, to, to say, go support us. So, uh, uh, thanks. Absolutely. As And I mentioned it in the beginning of the podcast, JD Masters Buddha. Find them on YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, I think you can also find you know JD Masters over on his Instagram, uh, produced by JD. He's got Son of Sick Beats, Buddha, same thing. Buddha's Empire. Go give them some love as well. These are friends of the program and friends of ours. Evan, I think that just about wraps it up. Time here. Any parting words you need to give to the people on this fine Thursday before we get out of here? No, that's uh, that's it. Roll Tide, go Jags, uh, go Braves. All right, all right. Standard stuff. Love it. Folks, thank you for tuning in. It's been fun, it's been real, and it's been down and out. And until next time, Arrivederci. Later. Mentalism basic, it's complex. Seeing all the strings and I hate it. But don't feel sad for a guy that is mad. Get glad and help me turn into a guy like that. Castle, pull up on the scene and cause a hassle. Have you looking at me like, who is this bastard? Cool like ice, big slam, pop like medicine. That isn't really yours, but you take it with your friends. Cool, calm, collected, but I love to act hectic. Sitting in the corner in the dark like Riddick. With the notepad out, thinking about lyrics. I ignored your story cause I didn't wanna hear it. Bitch, did you ever really catch a switch? Where I went from rock to Buddha, caught the vibe like a fish. Assist like white chocolate, hand not a dish if the devil shows up then my soul he just wish i might accept the offer cause i wanna grind like cause and give the trophies to my mama make him sweat like a sauna cause act like i can't then i'ma spit like a llama take your girlfriend out and give a balenciaga so check me out feel me up and watch me bounce cause the new man in the mirror is looking like a mouse switch places change faces now buddha runs a house trust hip hop more than bitches so i'ma take her as a spouse or at least a concubine if in front of my god feel divine i'ma grab it like a shield and i make it shine cause when i'm polished i'll abolish if you cross the line that's how i am feeling keep growing like a giant go through the ceiling man in the mirror doubled up now you all the fuck we go akimbo when we stop blazing boom boom pow pow what you gonna do now especially when i bring the energy like it's a pow wow besides find a man paint your face cause you a damn clown look around only one that is and i'm a wagon now the name is buddha bitch damn jd uh look around only one that is and i'm a wagon now